Small minds talk about people. Average minds talk about events. Great minds talk about ideas. Get involved in ideas. Opt out of the other two. Watch your life immediately transform without you having to do anything. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. You just made me think of a question that that actually my friend Marissa asked me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just curious. This is uh, something that she brought up yesterday. We had a really interesting conversation about it. Um, uh, I'd love to hear your guys' point of view. So obviously there is, you know, we were talking about like shit happening in your life. I want to take it like globally. Mm-hmm. There's shit happening in the world. Supposedly. You know, like even even in conversations with God, you know, the, the, the amount of kids dying on the hour. I think he said like 650 People die every hour. Uh, hunger. Uh, she she's really and uh, she's been in the political arena as a. Uh, well, I'm not going to say what she does because it's probably illegal for me to say. Anyway, she she knows a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff that's happening in the world, and she's really really upset about what's happening in Syria right now. And the way that she explained it to me was that I was like, "Why are you so upset?" And she said that the people in Syria that are now refugees were people just like you and I, like exactly like you and I, not in some third world, like shithole of like they had homes and education and like the same exact lives that we live. Just imagine somewhere else. And now they're just like the rats of the universe that no one wants. Yeah. Uh, And she said, it's really sad. And it's like going to go down in history eventually as like the, the next thing to the Holocaust. Yeah. So she's like, I get all of this stuff and internally and doing all the internal work. And she was asking like, how do you explain people having to go through that kind of shit? How are like, why are those people and, you know, like in Africa and in Syria and all this stuff, like, why do they have that existence? So I gave her my answer, but I'm, I'm just curious, like, because we were talking about shit and it just sparked for me. Mm-hmm. You want to go? Sure. We both feel like we could go, I'm sure. Yeah, I was just going to say, and, and also even in that book, Conversations with God, yeah. Alon, it also said, right, that, that there is no way our, we could actually kill ourselves off as humanity, that we have unlimited resources, that we have these stories or these ideas that we, even in the states where, or the places where we have the abundance, we simply get to tune into the humanity to provide those systems such as the watering systems and the, the plant systems in places like Africa, which is, you know, part of even what I have in my programs, so that we, that we, can't, we can't sustain the unity and oneness. As a, a head, you would never do anything to harm anything outside of you yeah. or end anything because you know you are oneness. Yes. Yet we create this separation of self. So even in that, 
like, and, and, you know, I know we've talked about, you know, the whole thing where people, you know, position Trump as something bad and wherever they put their focus on and, and, and really what has come because of that, a massive gathering together of standing in unity. And we get to, we get to be the source of our own lives and experience yeah. and not allow an outside source to say, this is the way you get to be run. That would not give us our evolution to find this place and step into this place without it. What did 11-11 do for us? What did, um, you know, the Holocaust do for us? We can continue. This is just like an individual person going, I have a story of self-abuse. I have a story of divorce. I have a story of this that actually we could frame it as how if God exists and things are good, how could I have, have been given that? instead of taking full understanding responsibility of the big picture, that it was all love in the first place. Mm. Maybe Trump chose to be this individual in this lifetime experience to stand in this place of darkness vibration to allow us to liberate ourselves. Yes. These individuals, every single one of them chose to be in that country, in that experience, in that circumstance, in those families that they chose this position of sacrifice for themselves to actually stand in liberation for others as the vibrational consciousness that we receive from them standing in sacrifice in in um in my gene keys sacrifice is my number one city which is the Mm. place of the highest gift Mm. now that took me some fucking time to to sit with because i teach opposite Mm. of sacrifice i'm like what the fuck sacrifice is not something i align to every and, and look at my generational ancestor if you saw the stuff that i did in utah in angels literally in Europe, I was called to, oh, it's time for me to complete some soul contracts with my family and in the ancestral generational past shit of sacrifice. So everything is about teaching you that liberation now is available, that we don't have to choose into these old programs of like, oh, I got to get triggered. So now they're choosing to be triggered by this perception and these thoughts and these stories that people are hurting and that there's out of control or that we haven't chosen in on this or that we're not actually in this experience together. All of this is what's creating the suffering and the sacrifice. And so even for knowing that I got to go, you know, shift some of these things of of sacrifice. And that's why I've had the the past experience I did being raised Mormon and LDS and being raised with no voice and being able to, all those things were me being completely in sacrifice and learning how to liberate myself so I could stand now in a place of ultimate sacrifice, which means I don't give a fuck what you think. Because I'm willing to sacrifice myself so that you could be triggered by me. You could see me as something. Because if I don't stand in that place of I'm willing to be sacrificed by what the masses and the conformity will see and believe, who the fuck is going to do it? Yeah. So if that's not me, then who? The whole circle coming around of understanding. But see, we're only looking at it from a slice of the view that puts us in pain and hurt. Instead of like, actually, what is the gift and how do we all take responsibility and be in this together that is what's really happening, that evolves our humanity to the next evolution. It is, it is, it was called in and it was created by us. Yeah. I will add. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was good. That was like a nice little punctuation at the end there. Um, I will add this and and guys, like not the truth, right? But it's like, what's the empowering point of view? So we're living in a, in a, what, what seemingly is a singularity. So time doesn't exist, which yeah. means whoever is living these experiences in the soul place, yeah. soul area, whatever we call it, different densities can, can see that because they're living free of time. Meaning if you opt into a physical experience that has time, you knew that was coming. Yeah. Like, so you, you opted for this experience for some reason. Yeah. Now, if we're focusing only on what's currently occurring in our timeline, we're going to get very reactive 
And I teach the same thing in business. It's like, if you don't have a long-term vision of where you're going, the choices you make in the present are for short-term gain. And you make really stupid fucking decisions because it's all about now, 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 take, 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 instead of looking at how do I build and Being grow, proactive. exactly, build relationships, give value, mm-hmm. and what's that going to look like doing that for five to 10 years mm-hmm. from now, and all the goodwill that I produce, all the relationships that I have, all this mm-hmm. network that I produce, it's like, would you offset short-term gain for what what's going to be way bigger in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And most people are terrible at that because it's like, what, what's happening now? I got to get reactive. I got to fix everything, blah, 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 right? And freaking the hell out. Instead of just being like, oh this is perfect. Sorry. Let's, let's see how this unfolds so that I can like learn what's next. Mm. And they're like, clearly I'm on my path. Like shit's going to be shown to me. Let me, let me just wait. Like Marcy on stage, like nothing's coming through yet. Let me just sit here sit. where like other people just freak the fuck out in that situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause she's got a long-term vision. She's like, I'm going to produce, I'm going to be great value here. Let me just wait and actually like produce that value. Instead of like pulling my ego out of my ass and displaying it for everybody. <laughs> Um, see shit ass. Yes, yeah, see, see ego shit, ass. ego out of ass. Boom. Ego out of ass. Title. <laughs> Headline. How to pull shit out of your ass yeah. like magic. Yeah. So anyway, you know, my point is it would be interesting once this whole conflict is over, like in, in this timeline, mm-hmm. to view what happens to the people who come out of it. How do they produce in life? What kind of entrepreneurs they become? The quality of the relationships, so on and so forth. Because they clearly chose this as like these souls need this. Ex- such a high their message. So there's yes. like so there's like the global impact that you're talking about. Like yeah. they're sacrificing. We're watching, going like holy fuck. And you know, Kathleen said like, and we forget. Do we really forget? No, because all this stuff gets impregnated into our DNA. And whether you can consciously remember it or not, it lives on through the molecular structure of us and in our energy fields. And it's like, we don't fucking forget anything. We're just, we're just not currently remembering certain things. And so my point is it would be interesting to see how this liberates a certain group of people, mm-hmm. what kind of positive impact they end up making. And of course, mm-hmm. like, that'd be hard to quantify currently. And if somebody would take that on, it'd be super interesting down the road mm-hmm. because Elon has that story. He tells about that gentleman who, um, you know, went through the Holocaust and then comes to America at like the age of 19. He sees yeah. his family being murdered in front of him yeah. and then steps off the boat. And when he steps off the boat, he makes the choice that like that happened to him. That's not happening to him. Yeah. And the moment he stepped foot in America, he became a completely different person. Yeah. He became like the CEO and president of some major corporation, right? It does good for the world. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, can we really like, and that's what media is terrible at because they take whether big or small events and they magnify the fuck out of them and they make everybody go well, that's crazy. All that's out there. Yeah. Where uh, this is why I don't have TV in my house. I haven't had TV for years and yeah. years and years. I don't watch the news because all it is is a magnification of darkness, yeah. which is not light. Over, yeah. Of, 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 of programming a reactionary mm-hmm. process. And mm-hmm. I, I even think like, you know, something I saw with the Obama administration, this is not to get political, it's just like a, a, something I observed was that because of social media, because like news is like now, like if you ever notice, like everything is breaking news these days. Yeah. Everything is fucking breaking all the time. Yeah. Isn't it even interesting that it's like breaking news? Yeah. Like we're here to break shit, you know? And it's like, so you have your little thread on, on your right-hand side over there. It's constantly telling you what everybody's talking about, which is so fucking crazy and yeah. stupid. But anyway, the point is, is that like, it's perfect for their yeah, like it, it created a situation where the government had to immediately respond to every single thing that's occurring in the world without even taking a moment to be like, let's feel into this. Yeah. Do we want to get involved with this? Yes. Do we want to do that? Instead of like, everyone's like, we demand an answer now. And it's like, that happened five fucking seconds ago. Why don't you yeah. sit here for a moment and feel into your body in the way that like aligned yeah. conscious people do yeah. and be like, huh, 
no, that doesn't feel good for us to fucking get involved in that. Maybe we shouldn't get involved in that. And it just created this like big hyperloop of reaction. And and we're all following suit. We react to the campaign. We react to everything Donald Trump does and all stuff. Guys, like you don't have to assimilate Mm -hmm. to the way that they're the, the view of the world that they're presenting to you. Like you guys see what that view of the world produces because they're showing it to you. So unless you want more of that in your life, guess what? Like just the way that you opt into it, you can opt the fuck out. And for me, when I look at the future, like I don't see us having to get violent and like breaking the government and do all those things. It's like, it's conversations like these leaders, like these who are like going to step up and be like, Hey guys, like we're going to start a new conversation. We're going to be hanging out in this sandbox over here. Like, yeah, we're going to fucking play like crazy. We're going to manifest. There's going to be fucking magic over here. If you want nuclear warfare, that's your sandbox over there. Right. And it's like, Hey, look, you want to get involved. It's like, just start having these conversations. Eleanor Roosevelt, one of my favorite lines of all time. Small minds talk about people. Average minds talk about events. Great, uh, great minds talk about ideas. Get involved in ideas. Opt out of the other two. Watch your life immediately transform without you having to do anything. And last thing I'll say here is that Elon said something brilliant about the work we do with Marcy. It's like it's so much in the being that when I look at the work that's most impacted my life, it's always been ontological in nature. Ontological, for those of you guys that don't know, it means it's working on you. You don't have to work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. When you have to remember something, that's why it's like, if you're in this world of like, I need to understand what you're saying is I want to create a a success formula blueprint Mm -hmm. that I'm going to replicate over and over again. Here's the issue with that is that just like I said before, yeah, it's memory and every breakthrough you have is a limitation. So what the breakthrough you're having right now by tomorrow, it's already beginning to be ineffective for you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's cause you're, you have yet to discover limitation every moment. Yeah. But it's coming. Elon and I have been saying for years, yesterday's breakthrough is today's ego trip. Mm-hmm. And you start using, when you start using your breakthroughs as the next point through which you've judged people in the world, you start breaking down that breakthrough from even positively impacting you the way that it actually could be because you're just using it to judge everything. Yeah. So it's like, it's not about having a breakthrough. It's like, oh, now I'm on my spiritual enlightenment high horse over here. Fuck everybody else. It's like, it's all inclusive, right? Yeah. People who choose darkness and nuclear weaponry. We love them and love support them. Enjoy them. Donald yeah. Trump. Have a yeah. fucking field day over there, right? Yeah. Like he's serving his purpose. I'm serving my purpose. Yeah. If I start judging the way that the world is, am I spiritual? Yeah. yeah. I'm dogmatic. Yeah. And we want to take yeah. this into integration because let's look at actually. So you're, you're saying, Alon, you've got someone here in front of you that's like, they're literally heartbroken over it. They're sad over it. They're upset over it. They're, they're like, this is horrible. This doesn't make any sense. Now let's even look at, even from a standpoint of when that, and we know the basic laws of attraction, the very basics that most people even understand is like whatever they're sitting there feeling and focusing on is just emulating it and bringing more energy. That's why it's like the more people were, were upset about Trump. I was like, I had not one word to say about the entire thing. Like all I focus on is my purpose and peace and love and we're creation. And, And that's why it's like, well, are you actually doing something about it? by putting the negative focus or drawing into the suffering or the story. And again, not even really seeing that, of course they chose into this. We all chose into this. Now let's bring it back into integration because it reminds me of um, one of my masterminds, uh, one of my girls boxed me and she was having, again, kind of the same situation. Looking at, it was like all the stuff was standing rock and all these things and and feeling just overwhelmed and upset and and how can we make this change for the world and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, you know, bringing it back to a place of going, well, so when when we sit with it, like, when you said earlier that when people just shift their thoughts and I said, well, there's a little connection we're going to make there. If we go, oh, I had a negative thought. Let me change this positive thought. So even if we just stopped here and we said, hey, you know, you're actually hurting the world by choosing to focus on that. If your intention is to support the world in a solution right. and we said, stop the thought, just change the thought. 
that doesn't do any good either because you literally still haven't resolved it from within. And that's why I say you haven't felt it. And you're just like, okay, well, da, 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 da. You just change your perception, but you don't believe the world's safe. You don't believe that you have any power. You're, there's still no, those, there's no inner solution. The root cause has created the surface circumstance. So then even when we go, let's just sit with it. And like I said, when you actually, you notice the thought, Alon, that is negative, like you were beating yourself up or you notice your focus is on something. And all of a sudden you notice you took on, oh, I notice I'm feeling some fear. Like that happened to them. Could it, what's really behind it? Could it happen to us? Or is our world going to shit? Are we going to be destroyed? Like all of a sudden you're noticing these thoughts. And when you're sitting with them, you're like, oh, interesting. I'm feeling a lot of fear. These are the thoughts and these are why I'm feeling this. When you accept that you actually can feel it and see what's going on and why that exists and what that's really about, that's when we're in control to go, oh, in this moment, I now consciously respond. I can choose now to consciously respond. And actually, the, the, the trick even behind this that most people never tap into that even these guys have learned to tap into is that when we sit and we actually feel and we embrace and allow what is there because it is there, right? Like there is no, again, to just fight what it is, it's just going to drive you crazy because it's there. The sky is fucking blue or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it's there. So when we actually sit and allow this to be there, then we can actually, our, our, what we see it for, again, seeing this now, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, my scared little girl, maybe past my, my past program thinks that, you know, like the world is a scary place. I had rape attempts, kidnappers, stalkers, you name it. I believe the world was a scary place. So if I saw those things and that's what I was projecting and believing and what was really there is like, oh, little girl's really just scared. But what is really true is that, oh, of course, these people chose in on this. We all chose in on this. What am I really creating if I'm focused on this and we get really clear? Our human brain actually doesn't need to respond at all. Our higher self goes, oh, I see now my human brain was stuck in this story and this thought and this old program, this idea. This is what's really true that I have love for these people. Yeah. So I have love for these people and I want to be a light of love. And I want to, if she's in a, an environment or the, the government environment or whatever, where she's seeing this and knows more of what's going on. Wow. How can I be that stand for light and love and change? Mm-hmm. How could I really make an impact in this circumstance and in this environment that I could create a change? This is why every single one of my programs have, has money and funding going to building watering systems in Africa to in poverty and the homeless and all these things. And as I'm, I'm literally integrating right now, this fucking moment, my billionaire consciousness and creating some things like we're talking about the things that are the ideas we were talking about this morning, how I told him I had a download just like from Columbia, where I'm like, this stuff is going to revolutionize the coaching industry and revolutionize how we change the frequency of the human you know, species feeling this, this change from within and this call and this frequency. And those things are what we're receiving when we're focused on love and light. Yes. And we can be that change. So it's like bringing it back to the moment. Just you're doing it in the very moment, Alon, from when you have this thought, right? And sitting with it and going, ah, little boy, like what's really going on? And I can work through it to see what's really there and how do I actually create what I want. And then there's nothing for me to, then I don't have to give it any any response. I actually, the response I, I, I'm, I'm creating is the beingness. Who do I choose to be? Yeah. Who do I, how, you know, in, in, in who am I being and, and how I focus and what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. And we catch ourselves in these little things that we're keep us in chaos and in the struggle. And we see what's really going on and there's nothing to react to, which is unconscious. We choose the response, which is, Hmm, how can I love and accept and support these beings and give love and light 
and actually be that change versus be stuck in that unconscious story. So that's yeah. the way that you would integrate it into the human self and the human experience evolves you into actually not being stuck in the sacrifice of human experience. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things that you guys said, which are so brilliant. And Marcy, where you just said, it's like, if you come from a place of there is no out there, there's just my reflection of in here out there, mm-hmm. then all of the stuff that universal responsibility, right? It's like, I'm responsible for all of it. And not from a like, oh, I fucked this up or there's something wrong. It's like, this is occurring. And can I still be light? Can I still be love? Can I still be peace? So that others around me experience that. And then we just have these. Because that's all you are. And that's it. That's all we are. Exactly. There's two things that I wanted to add to that, which was one, he speaks in that book, which I thought was really brilliant. It's like, as a human race, we are incredibly young. Like we're in the infancy stage of being a human race. And all we want, like our souls, as we keep coming back to the uh, physical world, is to experience all of the physical world, all like every possible imaginable experience. Mm-hmm. And that is, and if it's an experience to be experienced here on planet Earth, it's a godly experience. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, and, and I'm going to go like super, super crazy here. Um, in, in my extreme, I guess, in my definition, but like, you know, having a child that dies super painful and it's a chosen experience being the child that dies, uh, being raped, being the raper, being killed, being the guy that kills. Like these are all physical experiences that we all choose to go experience because we want to experience everything in the physical plane. Being a man, a woman, gay, straight, this religion, that religion, live here, live there, etc. And so at some level, the people that are going through that now, whatever they're going through, they've chosen that experience. And to Marcy's point, they've chosen it so that the people that are conscious enough can witness it and go, hey, this doesn't feel good. This is not how we were meant to operate. And then when enough people resonate and vibrate at that level, because there's a certain light that just gets beamed out there and is like, hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to go first. Yeah. I'm going to be the one that goes first. And then other people look at that and go, wow, that's, that feels much better. And enough consciousness goes behind that. Then all the stuff that we're talking about disappears. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. The other thing is like, I just finished an awesome book called Shoe Dogs. It's uh, Phil Knight's story. It's the story of the guy that started Nike, which is one of the best biographies I've ever read. I tried to get through Titan, which is like, I think, Roosevelt, and it was just like painful. And this was just, I, I burned through it. It was so good. Mm. And he started working with Japan and he started working with China and he's, well, I should say Japan and Vietnam specifically, which were two places that were like Japan, you know, we dropped bombs on them. We destroyed like I mean, countless lives and and just decimated things. And he said, what rose out of it? He couldn't understand how these people rallied and what they built after. Like, he's like, it could go one of two ways. And Vietnam did exactly the same thing. It was like, so everything happens in the long run, like, you know, we always want the reason like here, here, and here, and here, and here. It's like if you have a scope where you can span out and like go in a massive, massive timeline, 
even the Holocaust, as horrible of a experience for a human being to go through, if I'm looking at the state of affairs right now, it could be that the Holocaust was so absolutely insanely horrible that human beings were like, how can we possibly do this to each other? That we haven't had a World War III or four because of it. Mm-hmm. Where people are actually questioning, like, do we really want to do that again? Mm-hmm. And if that, and again, that's like 50, 60, whatever, 60, 70 years, I guess, now removed. So in the grand scheme of things, it's like a fucking drop in the bucket. Um, it actually shed light on what got to be seen yes. so that we could create more light yeah. and we could evolve as the species, hence awaken the species to yeah, what we really it. are so that we can get to unity consciousness, which is oneness, which is ending all poverty and sickness and all these things, even to, even to, you know, it gets into in that book. I don't know if you're there yet, um, Alon, but it gets into like, there is really no such thing as death. And that's why heads yeah. don't have an attachment to this. You know, there's no reason to harm or anything because you're just literally shifting from life experience to life experience. And yep, yep you got it. We, so the yeah. thing is, we don't know that. And that, that's like, I think for, people like us who read these books and entertain these conversations and surround ourselves with people who are thinking differently, right? Thinking differently than like the norm Mm -hmm. is that permeates you. And the truth is inside of you. Like you don't need to go out there for truth. When someone says something to you and you have that feeling, it's like, it's remembering you just like, Oh yeah. Very rarely someone says something to me. I'm like, wow, that's such an interesting, unique, I've never heard that concept before. It's like they say something and something inside of me goes, oh, yeah, that feels right. Like that's, that's good. And the more we get to have these conversations and the more people join in this kind of dialogue, the more we will remember. And once we get to that unity, consciousness, oneness, where even saying something slanderous about someone, like I just, he was talking about like, when you say something bad about someone, they don't even do that because that's their family. Yeah. It's out of impeccable integrity to their oneness and who they are, their connection. Mm -hmm. He he asked a really brilliant question about like, you know, they share everything. Mm -hmm. There is no like ownership of anything. And he's like, I don't understand. How's that possible? She's like, let me ask you something. If you were walking out with your family in the rain and you had an umbrella, are you going like, sucks to be you guys, you know, be wet? No, not a chance in hell. Like you're going to share that umbrella, right? And if, you know, for me as a dad, like I'll get wet and I'll give my kids and my wife the umbrella, right? He's like, if you had that every single person in this world was family, you'd never do anything to harm them. And I know that what we- Or yourself. Yeah. And whether that's physical or talking bad about them or anything, I just know that none of us, like we started on this conversation, none of us are removed from that, right? Like we've all come into this physical form and that's what's happening in the world. It takes leaders. It takes people who are willing to vibrate, like Marcy said, at a super, super high level and not give a fuck how that how it like perceived yeah perceived by people or like makes people feel uncomfortable it's like i get that and anything new makes people feel uncomfortable so it's like what i'm gonna dim this in order for you to feel comfortable fuck that like at some point you will rise to this vibration and all this will make sense to you Mm -hmm. so i just call them up versus meet them down at their level and make them feel comfortable yes 
And I, let me, and let I, me I, tell I, you something. Look, I, and the Flow Genome Project has shown that persistently seeing something that's outside of the ethos of what you believe is possible will bring that possibility into your life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like just sharing a vibration, mm-hmm. sharing, um, the, you know, like people tell me all the time that my gift is like uh, my ability to articulate um, processes and spiritual experiences and make them like very consumable. Like that's what I'm gifted at. And yeah. I lean into that all the time. Like I come out of the jungle, I'm like, holy fuck these experiences. I'm like, I want to find ways to articulate this so people yep. can have access to it. Cause I know not everyone's going down to fucking Columbia. Well, a lot of people wouldn't even talk about it. We start talking about the stuff that we do yeah. before. And then you guys got to go to Columbia. Now he's going back in July and like Europe and all the things that DNA activation, all the things that we do, you did it first, right? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. get to have the conversation so that people know that it's available. And this, like you were saying at the beginning, mm-hmm. no, you were saying at the beginning, you're like, uh, you wouldn't even know that you could find these things, right? Like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is, and that why I've done my own journey of finding these things and going through these own processes. Sure. This stuff is hidden to society because we're living in sick care and we're living in poverty consciousness. Mm-hmm. We're living in this lower vibrational frequency. So until we actually choose for ourselves, give yourself permission at whatever level you're at, giving yourself permission to choose into seeing ah, liber- if liberation is possible, ah, happiness and joy and bliss and et cetera is possible. How do I actually activate that within me? Whether it be an experience or whether it be the first step of like coaching with someone, whatever it is that you start to actually move mm-hmm. towards that process is the only way that we all then again rise and we can, we can soul split this consciousness to do more. Yet there is so much, I mean, I'm still always like bits. Like there's still so much I haven't shared with Guy Nalan on, on what <laughs> What have you been hiding from me? <laughs> like I've had, I've had some of my clients reach out and they're like, what's this angel activation yeah. stuff? I didn't know you did. I'm like, I'm like, it'll come when you're ready. Yeah. Like you were ready for that level of understanding. And there's, I'm, like, I'm just waiting for Marcy to be like, watch. And she's like, bitch, I can fly. Um, do you remember what I said in the jungle? I'm so me, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was transforming the planet as we were down in the jungle. So yeah, I just want to, I want to, I want to offer, you know, like, and that's kind of what we see because we we've have liberated ourselves to however far we liberate ourselves, we can share about these things because I I don't have a concern about how it looks. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to do that, right? Like. Uh, I think that's why Stealing Fire is maybe one of the most important books that's come out in the last 20 years because it's giving voice to psychonauts Mm -hmm. and it's giving quantifiable data Mm -hmm. that's like, holy fuck, we are biohacking God experiences, okay? This is fucking profound. So like he talks about Moses in that book and Moses is the the father, grandfather of all three major religions on the planet, Christianity, Judaism, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and being a Muslim. So you know, this is incredible because like those people were having those experiences, getting information from the data stream, be like, yo, yo, got these 10 rules. Like we should all pay attention. Like this is our natural state. It's going to organize us, going to bring us to one, one misunification. And we have helped these people up in big ass regards. Now here's a, here's the shit. We have millions of people on the planet having those experiences right mm-hmm. now. Fucking millions, right? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Not only that, but we are tracking data and quantifying it so that we can see the pattern recognition of not only what causes these experiences, mm-hmm. but how to get the most out of them and what people are experiencing inside of them. So we can be like, ha ha, we can be one and we can quantify that and predict how to create that shit. Mm-hmm. That's fucking exciting. Yeah. Now, if you think about like 20 years ago, yoga, 
which also, right, it changes the modality of the body. It changes breathing, which moves energy through the body different, which has the emotional and vibrational response system in the body change, mm-hmm. which changes your mental, mental state. And anybody who practices yoga obviously mm-hmm. knows this. Even the westernized bullshit do it for workout version yeah. will still fucking have you get breakthroughs. Yeah. But if you're truly practicing it, you're going to like grow like a motherfucking weed and have oneness godness experiences and hack those experiences also that's what yoga is it's hacking motherfuckers so here it is we now have terminology for all these things and it's getting so exciting because science is getting on board and people here's the thing most people don't take action because they need logical evidence that things that things are real in this world but that's what science does it gives people access to things that they don't want to have faith and belief in until they can tangibly see it so thank you science and methodology and all that stuff because it's like People are like, ah, okay, great. We're at a point right now. I think in the book he talks about that 40% of 44% of workplaces are doing some kind of mind altering practices, including yoga, meditation, and implementing directly into the workplace because they can quantify how much more productive yeah. and happy and money they're making per per worker. Yep. Duh. Right. Yeah. So it's like all these things are coming online again. So like we are the flag bearers of like, yo, yo. Pay attention because 20 years from now and everyone's like, I did ayahuasca. I did ayahuasca. Guys, it like the movement's already happening. Yeah. You can you can try to understand it. Good luck to you. Yeah. You have imagination in your body that can prepare you for what that experience is and how deep it takes you into the oneness, godness, God experience. So if you're like wondering, like, how are they operating this way? Mm-hmm. Why? Because we went into an experiential space to not just understand it. Like Elon said, I got it out of a book and I get it and it makes sense and all, but like, I don't know how to put framework to knowing totally. it within your being. You've got to feel the vibration. Yeah. I make this analogy all the time. I don't care if you understand how to ride a bike. I don't understand if you understand the physics of a bike, mm-hmm. unless you've been on a fucking bike, you don't know what balance is. Yeah. You understand it. Yeah. But until your body feels what it's like to have balance, mm-hmm. and then there's a vibration that programs it's in during that time, guess what? Ontological in nature. You no longer have to think about balance ever in your life again. Yeah. You just get on a fucking bike and your body yeah. do what your body do. That's an, that's the experiences we're talking Yo, about. Yo, your, your body, body do what your, your body do. do. Right? So it's like all we're looking for is more experiences that are just like that balance but at deeper 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 levels up until all the oneness and there's just all these little experiences of balance so yes we're looking and at then you're in micro shit. alignment through those experiences that is how you're in imprinting it and you're in integration of it totally yeah and um there it's i do want to bring one thing to point on on what you're saying too though is when people look for science and logic to prove it for them that's when they also, cause again, you can find anything. It's interesting. Cause I've had some things come up with my, my former about sky choosing in on Aya mm-hmm. down and, and, and all the evidence and all the things. And this is why people fuck themselves over by being so afraid of what they don't know and projecting it's this and it's that it's that I'm like, you could do the same thing if you really saw sugar for what it is yeah. and what you're so feeding in your brains every day with the shit that you're focused on. And I see that as like, Oh my God, I would never do that to my child if I love them. And you can see what I might do is absolutely crazy. And that's okay. There's all things are true, but this is the point is that you're going to find whatever you're looking for. And so when people are looking for science or math to prove their understanding, that doesn't exist because it only exists out of our, it can only exist out of our conscious state of understanding, which doesn't exist. And I've used this example before, right? Even when we go, well, okay, this is math. One plus one equals two. Well, that's not even ever true in a, in a different state of consciousness understanding because guy plus me right now equals three. 
there's an interdependence. Plus there's also interdependence with the universe. Plus there's interdependence with the law. There's literally an energy and there's interdependence with all things. So there is no way we can go one plus that. There is no math or science to it. We're trying to use a language. Uh, what we created to be able to understand things is language and, and, um, and symbols in our, for our humanity to make sense of things. That's a tree. That's a, this, that's a, that's a, that. Right. And this is just languaging that we've taken to understand something we've tried. So we've created science and math to try to give us understanding, but it's based out of our unconscious understanding right. in the first place. So, so even to say, this is what's going to give, I'm like, this is what ha- I'm like, uh, people ask me what really happens in Europe. Me trying to explain, I'm like, literally again, like Alon trying to explain what you actually experienced. And notice you're like, when you ex- expressed everything that you're experiencing from even coaching with me, you're like, there's just I, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing it. I'm now in it. I don't have to think about it. I'm not trying to do this or that. I'm experiencing it because what happened is some sort of magic that also now it's in your beingness. And so it's like the science of magic. What happens in Europe, in Europe is the science of magic. And then we're literally activating this dormant DNA within you that you shut down and shut off so that you're activated. Same thing in Colombia. All the stuff that we're doing is this holder level of going into this place of wiping away this consciousness that we're in and being able to feel and be in what we actually are that you come out in remembrance. Mm -hmm. And also now you're operating from remembrance. That's why you came back in bliss state. And now we're just uncovering the deeper levels to even more and more remembrance, but there is no explanation. So what I want to share with you and contribute to you is that if you're looking for an outside resource to tell you it's okay, to give you permission or something to logically make sense for you, for you to be able to do this, (laughs) that is just your scared little self. Mm. That's just your little girl, your little boy, just scared, doesn't trust yourself, not sure what it's going to look like. You're afraid to be in uncertainty, which uncertainty is the magical ethic adventure and gift of creation. That is how creation happens. It happens moment by moment. It doesn't happen by going, well, if I do this and da, 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 and then it'll be okay because then it'll end up this way. Then you stay fucking here to go. I'm not sure what I should do because I don't know how it's going to be. Do you like my making out? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say one thing that I saw? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is, oh. again, Mar- <laughs> Marcy has also uh, helped us see and remember is just receiving. And like all the things that Marcy just said, language searching for facts, looking for science, all of it, that is just blocking your ability to receive Yeah, all of it. And if you're thinking that there's like a, like the way I imagine it, there's a conduit literally from your higher self to you and God and all that, just literally like right to you. Kind of like I, I envision those banks, you know, when you used to shoot the things mm-hmm. through the banks yeah, or the yeah. tube, it's like, mm-hmm. so like that, just to you. And what's gunking it up, is your like your belief system, your scarcity mindset, your not worthy enough or not good enough, your inability you know, to feel the emotion, even to say I can't experience anger yeah. goes, Toot. I can't experience sadness, Toot. and we crumple it all up and we're not receiving anything. And yes. then we're going, and then we're going, why does life look this way? Mm. I don't get it. And then you're like waiting for that one miraculous moment where something in the world's going to happen and you can give up that belief system. Like Moses saw a burning bush. Like you're waiting for the fucking burning bush to be like, Oh shit. That's not what I, it's not what I believe. And it's not what I thought to, to be able to receive it. And that just doesn't work that way. Like mm-hmm. you get to do the work internally so that you get access to that stuff. And that's what makes life easy. 
Yeah. And it's actually not work when you recognize that. See, by all of a sudden we share these truths, we're lighter. We have more freedom. We have more understanding. We're literally in more freedom. So it actually is, I I mean, I always say when you go internal, it's just going to get more fucking easy every day. It just Mm -hmm. gets greater and more awesome and more easy. And that's why seven weeks of bliss. And all of a sudden you have some things show up cool. So we can go to infinite bliss. And this is our operation and awesomeness is our norm. And where you're like, Marks, I'm not even doing anything. And all these things are showing up and we're just receiving massive amounts of deals now and money and ease with all these things because you're embodying it because you did Go, allow yourself you gave yourself permission to get curious and look at that instead of staying yeah. in the curtains that you're at yeah sorry bro I, I, uh, no it's uh, fine i was gonna say like you know it, it, marcy would, would eloquently state it is like the science method is still being sourced from an unconscious state mm-hmm. right so if you look at uh, like I, i've been reading autobiography of a yogi for like mm, five, five like five months now because i i've like savored the book i've really yeah. i read it very slowly yeah. i i enjoy it so much and you know kriya yoga which i would love to study at some point like sooner That's than later actually the process i took you through after uh, that was yeah, Kriya. yeah mm-hmm. right so uh, and you know he and his and his uh guru you know his swami basically calls it science all the time mm-hmm. like spirituality is often thought of like woo woo but it's really it's a science to it going internal is scientific you know so you guys can wait for the quantifiable evidence to provide you evidence with that psychedelics are good and will lower PTSD and lower inflammation and heal your body. You can wait for the Joe Dispenza's to tell you, yeah, you're the placebo, like do whatever the fuck you want. Like your body is going to react to whatever thought and space and feeling you have within you. And the whole world is going to transform around you based on your thoughts and feelings. You guys can wait for all that. Right? Mm-hmm. So in, just like with every product and everything that comes on the market, there are early adopters and there's everyone who's fucking waiting. Mm-hmm. Right. And the people who wait, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's like, yeah, we've been doing that for 20 years, yeah. right? Do you, do you really want to wait? And it's the same thing with like First online, online marketing, getting out of a shitty workspace, like not living in your passion, yeah. being in shitty relationships. It's like, I want to make it work. It's like, well, get the fuck out so you could go find the juiciest relationship of your life instead of being 20 years in one that you fucking hate. Old ancient programming, like stick with it. You know, they fucking suck. Like this doesn't work for me. Like it doesn't feel good, but I'm going to like stick it out. Like this is such old programming. Guys, like, getting married and I'm not talking about the institution of marriage, like whether you want to marry one person, whether you want to marry 75, I don't care. Do whatever makes you happy. But like women used to get married at a young age and have children. You know why? To get the fuck out of the house. That was the way they got out of daddy's home and, and acquired their independence by giving away their independence. <laughs> right? So it's like, we've shifted all these conversations. And when you're arguing for stuff like that, what are you arguing about? You're literally arguing you're for arguing to hold a position. Yeah, you're it's arguing about old just, stories that yeah. you might not even align with. At least, so, like, so you can keep. Them. Yeah, it's it, it's all I would say is I don't know what's right and what's wrong in this world, but I would say if something doesn't feel good to you and there's resistance about it for you, like maybe take the time to investigate a little bit, look for an alternate mm-hmm. perspective, talk to somebody, and you know, like one thing I'll just say, and this is just an interesting, like you want to run an experiment. I'm that's, that's like my coaching these days with everybody. I'm like, I don't know, run an experiment for like a week, micro focus on something because I don't know what your truth is. I could tell you paths I took for somebody. Ayahuasca might completely revolutionize their lives. So somebody else might scare the living shit out of them. I don't fucking know. Right. But anyway, bottom line is, is like we did this angel activation and for the next three days, the, 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 so it's like, it's like a rebirth process, which means like, here you are running along your timeline. And instead of like altering the timeline, it's just like, like turning it up. Well, like that's aligning to your vertical alignment of your angel activation right. and cutting open your angel wings, which is allows all that. Yeah. Yes. So I can just, 
everywhere now. Yeah, we have. So, so instead of like horizontal. You guys saw me doing this in the jungle with yeah. my angel wings out? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the video of the guy who did it, his explanation, which is uh, beautiful. You didn't watch that. Is on my timeline, is on her timeline Such also. Really worth watching. It's like 50 minutes long. It's, it's super gift. gorgeous. He got activated during 9-11. That's how that he like really discovered this, which is incredible, right? Like in so much demise and pain, and he, this guy is like floating on cloud nine because this like insight came to him or this experience came to him. So the the ask after the experience is to not talk about your past. Like don't bring anything about your past because you've just been reborn. The only thing that can reactivate old programming is by talking about old programming, right? Be to say that any association, any if you're a newborn baby and child, you don't know what anything is. You don't have the languaging mm. or the symbols or anything to even to say you like this, or I used to do that, or anything. It's, yeah. yeah. And, and it's a grave challenge. Like we said around Sunday night, and, <laughs> in our, and it's like, and, and it's like people are sharing something and you just catch yourself. You're like, I really want to share something, but it's like, this is past derived information yep. that I'm going to put out there. So everyone can like see my fucking ego and my genius. And it's like, can't do that. So Elon and I are like on coaching on Tuesday and people are asking questions and I'm like, well, I remember when, yeah, I can't talk about that. And you know what? Yeah. I can't talk about that. And I'm like, can't really do coaching today, guys. I'll just be sitting here listening. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. back you know, because and it's so my point is our reality, our perceived reality is an illusion we're creating through language. Yep. I'll say it again. Our perceived reality is an illusion that we're creating through language and memory and memory. So like, right, it's memory and then language. Right. And so it's that creation again, mm-hmm. through quantum physics, we can prove is creating the experience that you're having. And what you guys are calling sharing for most of you guys mm-hmm. is really just complaining. And that persistent complaint is what keeps the programming that you no longer want in your place. And you go and convince everybody that that's what's so. And then when they argue against you, you get angry, even though you want to get rid of that programming. It is fucking ludicrous. So it's interesting to run an experiment to not talk about your past for three days. Yeah. Try that on. It will probably look like you not talking for three days. Yeah. I know it was extremely powerful for Greg. He had a lot of insights in doing it. You mm. had a lot of insights in doing it. And just even seeing, yeah, I, and, and this is why we also want to prepare people to be at a place of knowing how to integrate. Yes. When you can just be given these things, like, you know, anybody could tell you, like, oh, like like Alon talked about at the beginning, you know, you just shift your perception. But we're missing the gaps of actually it coming from love and it coming from peace and understanding how to integrate and be in something different than to just go, well, I just stopped talking. And then all of a sudden, you know, I recognize that I have a lot of past stories, et cetera. But now how do you integrate and be uh, in the conversation of something different? So just like we used the example where, you know, um, you were talking about Syria, Alon, and if it's like, you know, we put all that focus and all that tension on Syria and all that, and we're talking about this thing and we're, we're just creating that instead of actually being like, what do we want to be experiencing and how do we, how do we now integrate that into something different right now? So I think there's the, the I, I think bring it back to that the reason why, you know, we go this journey is to make it easier. You see that when we talk about all these things, like look at all the chaos we create. Yeah. Look at all the suffering and the sacrifice and the hard we make. And that's why, yes, we can, most people are running and struggling and striving and in chaos and going through the motions just to get by, to get the thing they're seeking outside of themselves, like the money for the validation or the relationship or whatever it is. And you're missing the fucking point. You're missing actually in the experience of this journey and the evolution that is here possible for us. And it doesn't have to be hard at all. So like we're running towards that result that we never actually get to because we're in a, we're in a completely unconscious state of how to actually get it. So when you hear all this, it's like, ah, oh, why, why would I not just allow myself now 
to, to choose in and get curious and give myself permission on what would that next thing be that I, either I learn the languaging, I catch myself in the presence, I actually feel my feelings. I'm, I'm actually aligning the operating systems because mm. we talk about like one. So one operating system, you could be like, OK, just shift the thought and like maybe the perception shifts. But if the operating system of your languaging isn't matching up, you're you're counteracting it. If you're saying these things, but your belief system is like, no, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. This is why we go to the micro alignment because it's a tiny little, eh, I saw this little thing and this thing tells us what's actually operating in this core alignment. And when we just ink at the micro alignment, it's like a plane, right? It's always like off a little bit and all it has to do is barely come back on and it gets you to your destination. It's not this big, massive thing. So I really want to, you know, emphasize for people to get to the state of being and the state of like presence and, and peace and flow. And like what Alon's talking about, like effortless it's not a big ass ordeal and it doesn't have to be hard. It's simply like we take it a choice and we're always seeking, ah, with this curiosity and excitement, this fun and this love, like what, what else could that be? And how do I give myself that next inch? I always say inch by inch life is a cinch when you're just that next inch. It's hard. Yeah. It's like, you look at just that next, I always say, put your head the fuck down. What's right in front of you that now you get to implement so that it's like, and then you look up and you've gone a mile and then you've gone the next mile. So you, now you're, now that you're implementing and understanding languaging, now you can go mile by mile by mile effortlessly and with ease. And so sitting here in the struggle, you know, reaffirming your shit, but yeah, you want something different. So just if anything, like allowing yourself to choose, give yourself permission to make it easy and see the reflection of it does get to be fucking easy. Yeah. We're, so we're easy. Effortless. Yes. And, and it's so Here's what I kind of want to offer to people. And like, I'll let you guys say, you know, like one, one thing that they can walk away from. And I think, uh, Marcy, you just hit it on the head for me, which is, I remember when I first started listening to conversations like these, mm -hmm. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was just above where I was at at that time. Yeah. And sometimes I think when people listen to certain conversations, because they don't understand they don't act. So what I want to offer people is, or like my opportunity for you, like guy, I think gave you that challenge. Like the one thing that I'll tell you is there's at least one conversation in your life, one thought pattern right now that you can look at and just see that that thought pattern doesn't serve you. It creates negative emotion. It creates negative just feelings in your body, et cetera. If you could just find that one and ask yourself a very simple question, does this thought pattern serve me? Is this leading me to where I want? And if the answer to that is no, and that thought pattern doesn't feel good for you, if you could just take on that it's just that. It's a made-up belief that you've put together through a bunch of different ways and, and stories and experiences and et cetera. And as much as I realize it might feel to you, if you could just take on like, do I have to have this with me forever? And if the answer is no, just shift it. Create I would, just, I would even say like, is this, ser is this serving me? Yeah. It and does this feel good? And if, it, if it's not, then like there are certainly an infinite other paradigms you can look through, which would. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's basically the opportunity I want to give you guys. Like, you know, if you're listening to this right now, is just find that one thing that you can be honest with yourself and it doesn't serve me right now. 
and then just create and choose a completely different paradigm and just play with that and see how that works. And that's like one inch, the next inch, the next inch. Cause what happens is when you shift one, it throws the operating system out of whack. And like the way that I've started explaining to people is like when your phone, when you get like a big upgrade on your phone, right? Like the, the actual operating system upgrades, what happens for the next two days? It doesn't fucking work, right? Like all the apps that used to work don't work properly. Like everything goes a little bit out of whack. It's what shows up is the next opportunity for the next upgrade. And that's like when guy was talking about the overwhelm and things like that. So just play with that. You don't have to unravel all of it and you don't have to figure out like where you need to be in five years. No, just what's in front of your nose. What's that one thing? Work on that. And then just the next thing will naturally arise and show up itself. And then that's it. It becomes easy. Yeah. I wrote, I actually wrote a piece on, I think it's like 63,360 inches to get to a mile. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what does it take to get to a mile? And I talk yeah. about like the, the inches. So I, I I couldn't agree more. It's like having that vision to see what's at the end of the mile or at least where you'd like to be at the end of the mile, not necessarily being attached to what's at the end of the mile and being like, and being very focused on just like get this one inch and that's how you incrementally make changes. Uh, I think looking at macro becomes overwhelming and frustration immediately. Like when you look at the big pictures of like, like what, well, oh my God, five years from now, like how am I going to get there? That's super overwhelming, but it's like, what are the small actions that are going to get you closer to the feel of that goal Mm -hmm. um, in real time? And it's like, you know, I, I see for the most part, you know, we're really stops people living in the world of doing, which does create a result, but like the world of doing is like water trickling out of a hose, it's the world of being, like standing under a waterfall. Yeah. So it's like, even, even in, in that world is this perception of collecting enough information to know the right thing to do instead of just being in consistent action and, and letting the path unfold as it will for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you have a great idea, whatever action in that moment, you're like, that's what I should be doing go fucking do that thing. And wherever that leads you, whether it's failure, whether it's success, it doesn't matter. Like that will unfold the next action. Mm-hmm. Then you'll take that action, failure, success, whatever it might look like, that'll unfold the next action. If you sit around and try to collect all the information to see point A to point Z, you're just never going to do anything. anything. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I, it's like, and then I just want to say one last mm-hmm. thing. So it's like the first thing, first thing you learn in business is if you wait till something is perfect to release it, yeah. you've waited too long. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just going to add the next layer you guys are tapping on. Alana, I love your, your suggestion for people on taking that first step and looking, then you're like, all right, cool. Let's, let's, let's actually take that next little piece of action. What does that look like? The layer behind that, Mm -hmm. right. That I want people to tap into is when you just even go, what should I be doing? What's the action? But you haven't tuned into like, like, what does Mm -hmm. that feel like? Mm So if we don't break down this idea of like, okay, so now I'm like, yep, this is the action I'm going to take. So, so let's, let's break this down. How society struggles with this, right? Like I'm going there. I want to create an epic life. I wanted to create an epic life when I was a $2 an hour, which was the two kids to feed. And I was, I was like, didn't know how I was going to survive. And that's why I'm like, yep, I'm going to an epic life. So now if I look at the big picture, I'm fucked because there's no way I could have envisioned even an inkling of the life that I live now at that place. Right. And my parameters and the stories and things that I had and what I thought it had to look like and how even money was made, et cetera. And so, so then we go, okay, I'm going there. You know, I don't know how it's going to look. I'm unattached from just breaking this down simple. I'm unattached. I have no expectation of how it looks. Now just put my head down and be like, okay, what's the next inch. So for me as a $2 an hour waitress with 10 bucks to my name and two kids to feed that were one and four years old, I got my first coach at 15 grand 
And again, it was just like, what's next? And so even to break that down was like, okay, now how would, how could I create that? What would that look like? What else would be possible? Do you take payment plans? Okay. How do I create that? And it was the inch that I focused on and then taking these understandings into the time to allow me to get there. Now, what I want, what I want to bring understanding to is that even when we go, okay, take this action and it's just about taking action. But if we haven't broken down to go, why do I feel scared? Right. Why is there something there that's saying like, I'm forcing myself to take this action or I'm just doing an action and we're still focused on behavioral. The behavioral mm-hmm. is the doing. Mm-hmm. What he's suggesting to you is allow the receiving and the being. I can do the behavior with ease when I simply choose. I am this person. I get to be this person who I am giving myself permission to experience more joy. So that means I get to move forward. So then what would that look like? How, what, how would this be fun and easy? How would that feel? Okay. So this feels good. And so, and I, and, and for me even to take the action, I get to break down the story of what is stopping me from doing that. Mm. But now I see it for what it is. Just like when we use the Syrian example, we're like, when I, when I choose to see it out of this way, I'm stopped. There's nothing I can do. But when I go, Oh, let's bring it back to like, Oh, I'm just really scared. And what, what that means, what do I really want? I want to give love. I want to be an exuberance of love. I want to create a solution. So what would that, how could I create that? Even to the smallest inch of in my environment, in my office situation, I can start talking about what are some solutions we could great how can we be loving this experience so now we're literally connected to like oh that feels good i'm in alignment to that versus forcing ourselves to go i'm going to do this to create money and inside we're like you're not fucking worthy of money you don't know what it's like to create money you've never been able to create money it's always been hard and so we're still in the doing without connecting the ability to be in that feeling of it which is the the actual creation of it and on um I mean, you guys have learned obviously the five steps. The thing that I always have for people that can kind of give you this understanding and this alignment to is on marcylockmentoring.com. You can get those freedom audios that walk you through that. But above anything else, like Guy and Alon are, are talking about, is it's giving yourself permission now to go, if I, and this is where I want to make it simple. If you're not feeling awesome, if we're saying this is what's what's truly possible, like, um, you know, the fire book, right? Stealing fire. It talks about flow state and how it's like, this is, is how we're the most effective. This is how we're meant to operate. Mm. If you're not feeling awesome, let's, let's simply get curious and let's go internal and be like, ah, in, and let's just shift the program from, I got to do something and go outside myself and try to find a feeling in that until I'm going internal and I'm allowing myself to sit and be and go, what is, what is happening inside of me that I'm being this being? And how then do I get to allow myself to shift that and go back into flow state? And then I'll give you some suggestions with that. And you guys obviously have a, a ton of stuff. It's awesome. Amazing. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love spending time with you guys so much. Mm, I love you. Oh, so amazing. I know you guys are having a field day today and hanging yeah, out playing. for the rest of the day. Um, I'll try to check in with you guys later. And, I'm going to uh, go inject myself with an IV, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably that? do a little hape. And so, I mean, Guy is coming to Columbia in July. He's coming to Europe in... I didn't, working say, on I didn't say that. Well, you're sure. working on it. You're work, he's working on Columbia. I'm, I'm <laughs> but I'm not a no. Yeah. <laughs> he is coming to Europe in August. Yeah. And just so people know, like literally the reason why Guy and I started talking about these experiences a while ago, because we're like, we want people to know this is available. Yet, other than me taking my own people to where I take in, in the processes that I do for the reason that I do, 
I was like, I don't know that there's anywhere else I could send people. And, and so we didn't really have a, you know, a place to go, let me assist and support you in, in here you go. Yep. Now we've created that. And yep. that literally, so it's just like, you know, guy along people that I trust that have been down there with me can actually take their people can take groups down. I've got one of my coaches and, or, you know, a guy that, that works as part of my team and one of my personal clients, Greg, he's going in June. So there is a way that more people can actually have access to a system that they've been through, that I've been through, that we trust and is actually going through that process, whether you're an individual or a group. So I'd say if that stuff draws to you, whether you want to go and you even want to apply and say, I want to go with Guy and Alon, if they're going, we're going to know when they're going um, or what is available, then you guys can apply for that too. That's another way that they can actually get yeah. experiential yeah. training. Yeah, for anyone that's interested, just private message us and we'll... Yeah. we'll that's perfect. Right. I agree. Perfect. Yeah. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Happy International New York you. International Car Show Day. Yes. Uh, happy the first uh, chapter. We took National Sport 20 plus one day. Oh, buddy, okay. what a bird. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, we hope you got value from listening to this. Actually, I know you got value from listening to this. So yeah. I feel that you have. Otherwise, why the fuck would we you be here? We don't have an attachment. Yeah. We're just here to have fun. Play. I, people shared it. People, I, I know like if there's someone in your life that you would love to hear this kind of conversation or, you know, that they would enjoy it, please share this with them. Um, I know that these conversations are rarer than the majority of us that are on here would would love to have it around. Um, this is why we do it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Guy and I are going to go play for the rest of the day and probably just hit record. Yeah, yeah, comes yeah, out of yeah. it. So we'll be back online. Will, I'll check in with you guys later and maybe I can uh, jump on one of the next uh, fun moments with you guys. Just come play. Come we play. love you. Come play. Love you guys. Love, love everybody. You. Have an amazing Bye. rest of your day, guys. Bye-bye. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.